to Jack Rose, to Jack Rose. What's up? Welcome back to Two Jack Rose, or welcome if it's your first time, and I appreciate you giving us a shot. I'm Sydney. This is Ansley. Hello. And we have a guest today, none other than the Daryl Charles from the album Black Gentrifier from his podcast DTF. Yeah. It is Daryl Charles. I, I've never <laughs> been a the before. Thank you. No? This is yeah. your first the? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Man, you have a very like Esquire you know, demeanor. You have a the demeanor. You know what's funny? I never had a nickname. As a kid, people just called me Daryl. My uncle would call me D, but like most people would call me Daryl. And for some reason, I had a lot of teachers be like, don't you have a nickname or something? I was like, no, people just call me Daryl. <laughs> yes, it's the Daryl. Right, exactly. <laughs> I guess it, that's one of those, I, guess, I don't know if that means like my stature just precluded people from saying, hey, your name should be Jumbo. Or some, or some, yeah, or it's something. also weird because like once you get past a certain shade of black, mm-hmm. like your nickname involves... The color of your skin. Yeah, right? <laughs> it can. It can. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, so it's like, wait, your teachers were like, I mean, you're dark sun, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call you? <laughs> Which is funny because it's like, I'm in school, like, you know, I'm in school. Like, when yeah. teacher's like, don't you have a nickname? I don't know you like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why are you trying why to Why do you my care? One, uh, my, uh, so in, in, in college, there was a guy who was like basically your same exact skin tone, mm-hmm. and he came to college with the nickname black well happens <laughs> it was just black sure you he know? introduced himself as black, black. yes yeah. well, can okay. i please call you something else <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> my st- name is black no it isn't <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> our school was 98 percent white <laughs> <laughs> ah, i guess he just decided to get it over with <laughs> <laughs> uh, so also, before we really get into this, I have to say, uh, please like, like, subscribe, review, rate, do all of the things you like to do to the podcast that you support. Of course, if you give us a rate on iTunes, that is the most helpful. And uh, subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon 2 Jack Bros, which is the basically the inverse to this podcast. Yes. As above is below, this is above, the Patreon is below, uh-huh. and boy is it. Uh, by the way, do you have time to stick around for the Patreon? Sure, why not? Ha ha, I just sold the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, are, you much of a, are you a gamer? Uh, yeah. 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 I got a switch on me right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep that thing on. <laughs> I keep that thing on me. Yeah. yeah, what is, uh, you know, this isn't the podcast, but sure. I'm just curious, like, how, when did you become a gamer? Like, how? Oh, pretty young. Um, my mom uh, got us a Tandy computer uh from radio shack that was the brand of computer that they sold Mm -hmm. uh we lived in east new york uh in brooklyn and so i think my mom just wanted to keep us in the house okay Uh, Mm -hmm. so yeah we got a computer pretty early and then my brother was like stealing games from like his school sick so like yeah boxing jeopardy wheel of fortune like you know Yeah. yeah i was playing games like yeah pretty young six seven there is nothing like what do you if a kid steals jeopardy you have to let him have it yeah, I mean, well, if he steals Jeopardy from school, he wants right. to take Jeopardy. Right, home, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna be like, <laughs> it's like no. uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's um. No, I only asked that because earlier I was thinking that I, I don't think I ever recalled having a conversation with you about being an athlete as a child. Oh yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no yeah, no. I was on the basketball team in elementary school, and that was it. But I was, yeah. well, you know, I was one of those had a lot of energy playing. Yeah, in gym, but I just, you know. That's probably why you never had a nickname. Could be. 
Yeah. Very much. Yeah. yeah. Could be. You got to be out there showing out to get a nickname. True. True. You know, were you a good dancer? Were you a were you a vibrant dancer? No. I mean, I can dance. Yeah. It's you know, uh, my family's Caribbean, so. Yeah, but it was like you shake the hips. Yeah, yeah, Just soca, like, reggae, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Calypso music. I can do all that stuff. But and then I grew up in the eighties, so we were doing the WAP and the Running Man and all that stuff. So yeah, <laughs> he just cited his WAP credentials. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah. So I mean, I was. I think we got to the bottom of it. I think we know why you don't have. <laughs> why a I don't have a nickname? Yeah. Well, it you could know, be. Yeah. Figure that out. Sure. That's what sure. we do. We get to the bottom of things here. <laughs> Actually, are you familiar with what we do on this podcast? No. Okay, so uh, I, I not that anybody is required to know, and I kind of like it when it's when more fun. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, the premise of our podcast is to prove that you can have a dark sense of humor and still reach a higher consciousness or enlightenment or however you oh, want sure. to describe Definitely. it. So basically, what we do is, Anthony, you want to tell them? Sure. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> we uh, take you through your chakras um, with questions going from the bottom to the top. Um, and we learn, us and the listeners learn through your, your trials through life and you opening up and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets with us mm. until we, you can reach enlightenment and we can learn from you. Oh, That's okay. right. So the Sydney way of saying it is we take you through the process of enlightenment. Oh, all right. Sure. So that the listener and ourselves can get a little closer to our higher consciousness ourselves by laughing our way to it vicariously through a funny comedian. Oh. <laughs> I made that worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get word for word. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, you got your own little swag that you, you do it with. I just wanted to add mine to it. That's what I do. That's my nickname. <laughs> is it? I don't even know what I would say my nickname is. <laughs> That's my nickname. I'll pull you through it. <laughs> I guess my and one nick- Yeah, I'll pull you through it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, Daryl, so the, everybody gets the same question. Sure. On the podcast. So we always like to start off before we get into the shock questions. Uh, Daryl, uh, what situation or experience has given you the most information? What situation? Or exp- like single experience? Uh, however, it, uh, h- however, the answer crystallizes for you. I mean, it could be how, whatever you describe. Um, I mean... I think I, I did this program, uh, where the hell was it? It was in junior high. And um, it was like the summer program thing, uh, prepper prep. It was like preparatory stuff to make you go to like a boarding school. Mm-hmm. I didn't go, but I graduated. But that, I think, was like, it was super rigorous work because they were just like, yeah, yeah. you're never going to keep up with these kids. So I had to learn how to write a five-paragraph essay. You had to learn, um, you know. Like you know, little bit of calculus. Yeah, you do have boarding school energy though. Like kind of. Right? <laughs> yes. Do you agree with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe you went it's, through the process and the you're addiction. prepared it's for the addiction. It's yeah. prepared for boarding school. Yeah, but I ended up not going. Was it your choice to not go? Uh, none of them accepted me. Uh, oh. My grades were pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh, Hilarious. let me tell you. Oh, my grades were terrible. I yeah. should also. I was on probation the entire program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh, my grades have been bad. Wait, when did you become a good student? Grad school. <laughs> no, but like what would happen Never is. Give up. <laughs> no, what would happen is, um, you know, like my first semester in college, you just go have fun. I, my, my GPA was a 1.6, like my first semester. And yeah. so every I would go do bad. I'd come home. My mom would be like, do you want to live with me? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? And I would go back to school and get like a three something. So 
my GPA ended up being like <laughs> yeah. in the high twos because I would go from a one something to a three something. Dude, I barely graduated with a GPA. <laughs> <laughs> my college was like, listen, you didn't earn this. <laughs> but Get we cannot, as an as a organization, have people leaving with this GPA. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to give you a different GPA. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, so there's that. Right? Yeah. But- so you're in this middle school program. You're about to tell us how you uh, the, the situation experience that gave you the most information. Yeah, I think I I learned a lot because we you know we had to read a lot of books from like the canon you know of like Western literature and all that stuff. And I think it was just a you just have nightmares about learning. Like it was very <laughs> intense. Were the teachers good? Were the... the teachers were pretty good. Um, there was one the math teacher would throw stuff at you if you weren't paying attention. Like they would take like in the summertime they would take us and we would go to a boarding school. And just live there and work. Oh, they like put yeah. you in the... Yeah, so they put us in this... Cir- Wait, did you do this more than one summer? Two two years. It was seventh and eighth grade. Were you like terrified to not get it? Like to not just get things in front of te- these teachers? Mm, no, I don't think... I, that. The problem with me is if I'm not interested, I don't care. That's, yeah. that's, that's always been my problem. So I didn't really... It didn't bother me too much that I was doing bad in it. (laughs) It probably should have. They were like, Daryl, you can do better. I was like, yeah, I probably. But it impacted you. Yeah, I think so. Like, it it really did. um, Yeah, I think it really did. Like, I learned a lot. And, you know, I learned more since then. But I think that was like the time in my life where it was just like. We're not trying to say you learn that much. (laughs) But no. So how would you distill then what you learned from that experience? I think I learned how to uh, excel under pressure. Hmm. Probably, okay. yeah. In, in an academic situation, but yeah, it was yeah high pressure, and I made it. I think I might have been. I know at the time I was the only person to graduate and not get into a boarding school. <laughs> Congratulations! Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Trendsetter. Listen, somebody got to set that record. <laughs> They went from being like anybody who graduates here gets to a board, and then you came along. They're like, um, I mean, you have a really good shot. At it. <laughs> I got into like a specialized high school, but then like they would keep sending people to like meet with me. Like they'd take me out for like you know uh, dinner, and like we'd talk about like, all right, so you know you just get good grades, and we'll get you in another school. And then I would show them my grades, I'd be like Daryl, you're not. What's happening? You weren't getting. And I was like, I don't listen. I, I had to tell the dude one time, hey, I don't want to go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This yeah. would be our last meeting. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did your mom want you to go to a boarding school? Oh, like, where yeah, was my it? mom wanted me to. That was I mean, where the pressure was coming. Well, like the yeah, I mean the impetus rather. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was a kid, impetus. and my yeah, mom sorry. just wanted me to excel. <laughs> did you go to uh, boarding excel, school? Excel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, went, I did preps. I did prep classes, not for like boarding school prep. I don't know. It was just like they're prepping you for life. Prepping me for college. I got. I, I went to a college. Yeah, she <laughs> <Yes>, did. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but all right, so that's pretty interesting. Um, there's somebody who didn't do sports. They're, the thing that they learned most was some academic program they did in fucking middle school. That was like, yeah, man. That was like, as I even now I'm just sitting there like, man, that they shouldn't have did that to them kids. Like it was, <laughs> it was hard because we would do it and we would have class. We would go and have class on Saturdays while going to school Monday through Friday, mm. and they would give us like harder homework. Mm. 
that we would have to do. And I was, and because I wasn't that great a student, I had to go to like their remedial <laughs> classes on like Tuesday nights and Thursday nights. Like it was <laughs> which was a your, nightmare. Your regular classes at school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because like the, the stuff that I was learning in high school, it was like I already knew it. Uh, yeah. So it just gave you another way to just float through school. Kind and be like, of. I don't have to work hard. Mm-hmm. What were the other kids that were in the program like? Why were they? Were they? Were people really serious about it? Were there people oh, like yeah. this going to be my future? I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. I think I met one. One of them actually ended up going to Temple with me, which was mm. kind of funny. But like, yeah, a lot of them uh, excelled and really, really worked hard. Yeah, I always found those people a little strange. Like the kids that were like aimed towards success already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they. I, well, I think as a kid, you you just want to do good, right? You just want to make your parents happy or just do what you're told, and. As you get older, like junior high especially, that's when you start developing a personality. Yeah. And so they swoop in before that really sets mm-hmm. holds to be like, what you need to do is read. And then, yeah, then it sticks yeah. or it's too late. And I had a little bit of an unconventional upbringing. I was already at this point like, I don't care what my parents think. They had a chance to live their life. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time now. Mm. Mm. It's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> So, Daryl, so we're going to get into open these uh, chakras from the bottom up, like Ansley said. The first one is your survival chakra. It's located, where is it located, Ansley? In your anus. Oh. <laughs> well. We're about to open it. All right. We're about to open up that anus. You feel cool about that? Uh, it's been open before. Dude, DTF. <laughs> hey, baby. All day. Um, ready. Daryl. Yes. Uh, how did you learn to overcome fear? I don't know if I have. <laughs> Well, I mean, let's get him answered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, how did I learn to overcome fear? I don't know. I, I kind of get a, you just have to do it anyway. I think it's that kind of thing. Okay. Can you ever remember a time when you were the most scared? Like getting robbed at gunpoint, you mean? <laughs> was that when you were the most scared? I, mean, I, I, would, don't... I would say so. Yeah, I yeah, think that yeah. was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was on my way home and dude pushed me up against the fence. Pull the gun out. I was was, uh, high school. Either high school or junior high. No, no, it was junior high. Has that happened to you more than once, or was that the only time? Junior high was like the years where I got robbed. Yeah, you got robbed (laughs) multiple times. Yeah, I got robbed multiple times in junior high. Yeah, in junior high. By the time I got to high school, it stopped. (laughs) Same guy? No, no, different people, (laughs) different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it was like, you yeah. just look like you had stuff. For the Dude, he, yeah, looked, I mean, he looked like he was going to a boarding school. <laughs> right, <laughs> huge book bag, and yeah, it just yeah, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's impressive that you um, maintained your personality through that because I know I knew I I was never targeted mm-hmm. like that, and and I was just talking to somebody about this recently. Like I was never bullied in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but some people were, and some people oh, just I was had a bully a little, a little bit, whatever. Nah, that's just fun. I was a fun guy. But but oh, some I'm... people some people just get targeted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And whether it's like uh as as a bullied person in high school or as like somebody that gets robbed on the street, <laughs> like we know somebody that still gets robbed to this day. Sure. It happens. You know, uh Joey. Redhead Joe, Joey Dodd. Oh yeah, yeah. He gets robbed yeah. a lot. Alright, does he? I mean I know that one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, ah, but here's mm. the thing, like when you see him. You have to like, oh, don't rob him. He's a good guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's like something I mean, he, about him. He, he draws you to he it. He knows. He looks like a boy. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. he looks like a boy. So what I'm saying is that can harden you and change your personality. And you can start 
acting a way to try to avoid. Oh yeah, being yeah yeah yeah. That it could. Know? I was trying to do stand up about it, but like yeah, that's true. It could have made me like, you know, fucking like a moonlight gangster, like yeah, really upset and like no, no one's gonna you know, but nah, nah, it just didn't. Okay, so can you like walk us through that though? Uh, a lot of people who are listening probably have never been robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> Somebody says, "Yo, give me your money," and then you give them your money, and they go. And the funny, yeah, that time the dude was like, "Good looks," and I was like, "Do you just thank me for robbing me?" <laughs> Polite rob. Yeah, he was like, "Hey man, good look," and he walked away, and I was just like, "What?" And then I just went home. Yeah. So where was the gun pointed? Like face, chest, 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 chest. like on, like in your chest or distance? Not distance. Okay. But he pushed me up against the fence. And then, One of those wrought iron gates. It wasn't. A, do you think like the thing gave. I think about about you know whether it be robbed or you know assaulted in that sort of way is like the way somebody's approaching you and like oh like oh yeah as a woman like you know like should I have seen them coming? Did they cross? You know like mm-hmm. was I aware of my situation or how did it like? Do you remember like the moment we were like oh yeah Whoa, no it's too late. It was very quick because we were. It was nighttime. I was coming from the bus. I was walking to my grandmother's house, and he was coming towards me. And, you know, I mean, I think I've never been, when I was robbed, I was never unsure that it was going to happen. I was yeah. like, here it comes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it was that sort of thing where, like, he was walking towards me, looking menacing. And then when I tried to move out of his way, you know, like you're walking down the street yeah. and you realize you're going to bump into someone. Yeah. So you just move to the side. He did it, too. Yeah. And then I moved and he did yeah. it, too. And then it got close. And What was the, uh, <laughs> like, on a day that you were robbed, since you were robbed multiple times? Uh-huh. What was the <laughs> earliest in that day where you were like, I'm getting robbed today? Oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> you ever um, wake up and the wind hits you a certain way and you're like, this is it? Nah, well, no, I, I was on my way to, oh, I guess I did get robbed in high school. Did I? Yeah. I guess the one time. But this one, yeah. I was on my way to high school. I was I was going, uh, the train uh, by my grandmother's house was uh, above ground. So it takes stairs up to get there. And I was on the steps and these kids were like in a group by the steps. And I was like, yeah, this might be it. <laughs> you know, because it's like I would have to cross a street or did something. And I guess in my head, I was like, if I cross a the street, then they'll know I'm afraid. So you just yeah. got to you know, barrel through. And then they, they stopped me and, uh, you know, threatened to beat me up. And uh, they said, give me your money. I gave them my money. Then they were like, give me your Metro card. Which is, you know, I had the free Metro card to get to school. And I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, what? I was like, I need it for school. And the dude was like, that's a good point, man. <laughs> yeah, you go to school. That's what you should be doing. It was kind of funny. Yeah, you're going to need school, dude. <laughs> you walk around looking like you ain't got no nickname. <laughs> man, it's wild. So, I, I, mean, not, I mean, not that this is what it was, but getting robbed repeatedly, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that must calibrate you differently for fear in general. I maybe. I mean, I think Yeah, maybe. I do feel like I definitely keep my head on a swivel. Like mm-hmm. I never feel like well, I mean, I don't think I've been in Philly on times of day and night and never had that feeling. But, you know, Brownsville. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have somebody come up to you and ask for directions and you thought they were about to rob you? Like were there any like false Oh no. Uh uh-uh. uh. You were just yeah, okay. There was no false alarms. <laughs> just like robbing energy. Ah, robbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take right. it. Take it. Take it. Yeah. What? So again, so so now with learning to deal with fear, you just kind of just thrust yourself forward, which is kind of interesting because that's the way you describe dealing with that one robbery. You're like, this is it. 
I'm not going to cross. Yeah. Like, they, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm not going to burn cardio before getting robbed. <laughs> right. Yeah. But so you just thrust yourself into it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, figure it out when you're done. Right. But that's that's probably more the improv training. which is just like, you know, fly without a net kind of. Just say yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me your money. Yes, yes and? Yes, and? <laughs> yes, and? Do you need anything else? Metro card? Take these shoes. <laughs> uh, so we added another little question to this part. Mm-hmm. So uh, what is your favorite thing to have blow up and anger fantasies about? Blow up and anger fantasies? I don't think I have those. Uh, my favorite thing to... I mean... You never, you never have any sort of confrontations in your head. No, not really. I mean, I, I in high school, I probably was like, you know, figuring out what disses I would use if somebody decided to, you know, bust on me. But like, what, yeah. what did you do? You got some? No, I mean, in high school, that's what I'm saying. I was a little bit of a bully because I would make fun of people until they wanted to fight me. That was a that was a thing. Yeah, that was fun. Like and they then would, what happened? They would try to like physically dominate me, and then I'd just make fun of them until their friends started laughing at them. Ah, good times. Yeah, it's a comedian way, right? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little kind bit. of. It's just funny because I don't like doing that stuff on stage. I don't like. I don't like uh, trying to make people fight you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like you know, like like aggressively handling hecklers and shit ah. like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so you would just like sit around, just imagining. Yeah. Like, did you have a specific... Well, especially when there was, like, you know, you'd be in a class and there'd be one person who did try to pick on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You just knew it was coming. Like, there was going to be a day when you decided to take it too far. And so, yeah. Okay. So, you you just always had... You always had two in the chamber? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I just start busting on them, talk about their shoes, or, like, how they... Yeah, those, that's not a real polo shirt. You know, that kind of stuff. Dude, it was... What was it? The Medieval Knights? Or what was it? The, uh, the Knights of the Round Table? Uh-huh. It was like a guy, it was a knight on a horse yeah. instead of the jockey on a horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, But oh. he was, to- oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. holding his lance, <laughs> so it looked like the... It was like, it was like something, something polo club. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that yeah, was, was the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was, was another polo, there was a polo club, too. Yeah, there was a polo club, yeah. and it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a second. That's minute. not... Uh, all right, we'll consider the chakra unlocked. Yes. All right, that feel good? Did your butthole feel open? Mm, I think it's, it's maintaining. All right. I mean, we can dig deeper I mean, into that I, butthole. I understand. Like, it, I understand it could what you're still saying. be open. This would, yeah, I need to prep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next uh, segment we call My Bad. And what we do here is we give you a chance to give an apology to any person, place, or thing <laughs> that could use an apology from you to set your energy back to neutral so we can proceed forward with this quest of enlightenment. I, I, um, there's one moment that uh, I don't regret it. In fact, anyway, uh, <laughs> you just took the apology back. Yeah, before right. You gave it. Yeah, it's no. Sick. It was like one night. Um, I was in uh, Baltimore at, at like some mic, and there was this comedian uh, who like I put quotes around it because he would always tell the same jokes. He wasn't working on anything, yeah. but he would always get drunk and then be a heckler, and like mm. that's offensive. Right. Mm-hmm. Like like, you know what you're doing right now. Like, why would you do that? Like, you're a comic. It'd be one thing if you're just a drunk person, like a, cit- a civilian. Right. Mm-hmm. But you are. And um, so I 
it was a sort of thing where like he was a weird guy, but all of the people who did comedy like kept him around, right? It was he was the fun. It was fun to watch the weird guy be weird, right? <laughs> that sort of thing. And uh, just one day, I just wasn't having a good day, and he was trying to crack on people like who was standing outside. And um, did you already have one in the chamber for him? I no, it, this one just came out because okay. he said something to me. I was like, "Yo, never talk to me again." I, you, he was like, "What do you Zing. mean?" I was like, "Don't talk to me again. You can do nothing for me in my life. Next time you see me, don't say shit." And I just turned and kept having a conversation with the rest of the people in the circle, and <laughs> it was. <laughs> He didn't talk to me again. Like, 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 <laughs> like as I said it, I was like, Daryl, what is wrong with you? But I was like, well, you're already in here. Don't take it back. Yeah. And it took, it probably took months before I was like, hey, what's up, man? He was like, hi. He <laughs> was like a puppy. Yeah. I should have kept that shit going. Yeah. I haven't seen him around, though. Maybe that, maybe it worked. Maybe it worked, man. Maybe it worked. Maybe, yeah. it, worked. maybe, yeah. maybe it gave him a little. Maybe he looked around and was like, shit, I can't do anything for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Is it what they all think about me? <laughs> Ooh, boy, yeah, it was just, he just caught me on the wrong day. Yeah, that'll, 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 yeah. that'll force you to do a, either a deep dive or dig yourself deeper. Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't walk away from that without doing one of those two things. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's either like, Nah, he he a fucking pussy. You know? Yeah, right. Like, like I don't care. I'm gonna talk dude, to him anyway. I knew he was mean. You know, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know? Mean Black Daryl. <laughs> That's my nickname. <laughs> uh, so yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, man. Ooh, because what was funny was you know, next time I would see him around, like in my head, I'd be like, Daryl, apologize. Just say you was wilding, and then like <laughs> he would look at me, and I'd be like, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> And I would just move on, and like, and then the night he never said nothing. I was like, "This is not bad, but you're a jerk, man." Yeah. Well, how does that feel saying that now? Oh, I mean, I'm having a great time <laughs> <laughs> recalling the story. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. What? But yeah, it was. I mean, definitely there was a catharsis, right? Because he was that kind of dude. So. I did have animosity for him because of those behaviors. Yeah. So to let it all out yeah. in that way, which it's fun because I don't even talk like, you know what I mean? I, like, I don't yeah. even talk like that. But I was just like, yo, don't ever talk to me a fucking again. You hear me? <laughs> it's like, shit, I thought you almost went to a boarding school. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck was that? Where did that come from? What was that? <laughs> he's, not, he's not pronouncing all his words did correctly. Did somebody run over one of your Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's uh, yeah. I, I tell you what, like watching this process, it seems like there's nothing more fun to apologize to someone who never will hear it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems pretty fun. Yeah, it's good. Right? Yeah. It gets it off your chest. Nice. But uh, but you could also tell them about the podcast. It's no big deal. Hey, I mentioned you on the podcast. That would be fucking funny. Oh, hey, I mentioned you on this sick. podcast. You should listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was me he was talking about. Yeah, I mean, I would be as uh, that's what uh, Brian Six did with his apology. Oh, he yeah, apologized he to Kyla. Oh, oh. For, like. Leaving her while she was sick and just oh. like playing NHL and just leaving her in the, you know, just that's relationships done. It is, but it was, uh, you had to hear the way he explained it. It was, oh, like, yeah, totally. Don't, yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I've left yeah. my wife because she was sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's like, why are they acting like pussies? Yeah, yo, oh man, one time she got LASIK surgery. Yeah. And I went with her 
And so, you know, after they, and I watched it happen. I shouldn't have. But anyway, I watched them cut her eye open oh. and all the stuff. <laughs> Peel the flat back. Ugh. Yeah. So, you know, after it's done, you're supposed to keep your eyes closed for like eight hours. So we went back to our place and she just had to be, she was in the bedroom, you know, bandaged with her eyes closed. And I was going to um, one of the South Philly bars to like buy food. And then when I got there, I was like, she has no frame of reference for time. I'll have a couple beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess she can't look at a clock. There's no. Huh? You'd be like, nah, it just seemed like a long time. Yeah. It's still, it's still sex. Just, yeah. Oh, no, really. Well, I, has, I came back she immediately. Faults. <laughs> <laughs> she can't prove it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but she can also, you know, she has a phone. I don't know what she can do with a phone. You're about to say, right. Yeah, like, right. Please play me a podcast phone. Does the phone work like that? <laughs> Daryl, does the phone work like that? <laughs> Daryl? Hello? <laughs> Daryl. Oh, that'd uh, be terrifying to be alone with no eyes. Mm-hmm. For a woman. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. anyone with eyes. Like, I think yeah. you know, I'd be at the bar like, she's probably overreacting about this right now. Realizing that she's alone and be like, oh my God, I'm alone. It's like, ah, oh, oh, I'm going to get back. She's going to, ah, oh, it's going to be so annoying. But it was like, you know, she was all right. She was going to be in and out of sleep. Because what else yeah. are you going to do yeah. Yeah. with your eyes closed? Yeah. Because yeah. they told her like she should not open her eyes until like the next day. Ansley, you're a purple belt in jujitsu. You don't even need eyes. <laughs> Stop it. Gosh, how'd you, call, how'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So, all right. Uh, wait, now the thing you said about leaving your, your wife and having two extra beers, was that an apology? Were you getting all, another apology? Or were you... Are you, I never told her that. I, I don't no. feel bad. I, I don't yeah. feel, but it's not an apology. I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope she would have did the same thing if, <laughs> yeah. if she were in my shoes. Uh, okay. I mean, how are your eyes? <laughs> oh yeah, no, my eyes are really good. Yeah, <laughs> like, never a chance of that yeah. happening. Yeah, it's not gonna yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna count that as a double apology, whether you <laughs> yeah. like it or not. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, because because you did share a, uh, it's a personal a story. You never, an apology, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. 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 I mean, that, that's what this is. Yeah. That's, it's, sure. a, it's more of a confession thing. And we'll consider that. He's like, I did not apologize to her. <laughs> did not. Like, no, that, that's going to be the say thing. I'm sorry. I want to be very clear about this, Lori. <laughs> I did not apologize. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, that's your pelvis chakra. Got your butthole open. You got sure. those hips moving. Right. Um, now we're moving up to the, the third chakra. This is the gut chakra. Uh, how, do you, how do you move past disappointment and how did you learn to move past disappointment okay or like why does disappointment not stop you in your tracks oh because i can't afford it <laughs> i can't afford for it to stop me in my tracks. i mean you know that's a long question like that's cognitive behavioral therapy that's you know talking about your feelings and like i don't know what those words are but this is what this podcast cognitive is. behavioral therapy <laughs> it's like it's it's one of the things people use to treat depression so like if you Find yourself stuck in a rut as far as mentally or whatever. Um, it's a it's just analyzing, like taking stepping outside of yourself, analyzing the situation, and like when my brain falls into this trap, teaching yourself ways to get out of it. This is what you your PhD is. No, 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 no. no. I what don't, did no. you go to school for? Electrical engineering. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, no, th I I do cognitive behavioral therapy, like oh, okay. yeah, to yeah to overcome depression. So yeah, yeah. 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 But it's just like yeah, when you're, you're <laughs> teaching your brain like. Oh, you, like, oh, you, you're doing fatalistic thinking. Like, uh, why would you think this way? Like, you know, 
just give it a shot, you know, that kind of stuff. I think this podcast is some sort of cognitive behavioral therapy. Could be. Yeah. Could be. So, um, can you remember a time when you were the most disappointed in yourself? Dis- oh. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I'm going back to like childhood or whatnot, but like it happens. It's just you know, it's one of those things. Where so like you know, my mom was like a home health aide, and so uh, anytime I got a bad grade or a teacher I had to call home, which <clears throat> wasn't infrequent, you know, my mom would yell at me. She might hit me, but then she would call my grandmother, and then I had to be on the phone with my grandmother. Mm. And those conversations, you just you'd feel like absolute shit because you know it's your grandmother and so she would just be you know yelling at me and uh, telling me that I could do better because that's the thing my mom would yell at me and be upset my grandmother would be like that's so disappointing Daryl <laughs> come on you're better than this what are you doing and then she said the thing she was like do you know what your mother has to do for a living yeah and she's out there making money so you can play around in school and I just fell to pieces I it was like oh my god yeah, it was yeah mm. you're having too much fun Hmm. I, I guess so. <laughs> I, I certainly wasn't doing the work. <laughs> so then the next semester, I got a great grades. So Is that true? I mean, that's it's pretty much how my whole uh, academic career went. You mean like the, the cycle of it? Yeah, like do bad, get yelled at, do good. Gotcha. But the, there was, is, was it, so are you, are you referencing then like all the times your grandmom had to get No, I remember food? one specific time and I, yeah. I can't remember... Because, yeah, I mean, you know, the first time that it really hits you is a thing. Then when it would happen again and she would give me the same speech, I'd be like, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. I've been here before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, so they, yeah. Well, they got it. They got it. They, they, they realized it had an impact. You're right. They're like, all right, I got one. Yeah. I got something I can Let say to this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, did she ever get you with another one? Was Or were you just immune to it from that point on? Oh, yeah. I was immune. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I was immune to it after that. Yeah. Yeah, one shot, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know. Obviously, you never want to have those conversations, but when you realize they're just conversations, <laughs> yeah, it's like that's how that's how much Daryl didn't want to try. Grandma, <laughs> <laughs> be okay. Yeah, should be all right. Dude, he unlocked humanity as a kid to be like these are just conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Grandma. <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah, you're right. I was a very yes. I too am disappointed. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll consider that a chakra unlocked. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so Daryl, we're moving into the heart chakra now. Ansley, you want to handle that? Yeah. Um, what have you learned from grief? From grief? Ooh, boy. Um, the thing I've learned, what have I learned from grief? I was going to say what I learned about grief. What have I learned from grief? You can go, I mean, you can talk your way through the about, if yeah. that helps you get to the from. The thing that I've learned about grief is that it only gets worse the older you get. Um, yeah. This, yeah, your your worst days are in front of you. They're never behind you when it comes to <laughs> grief, right? Because you're just going to lose more people and whatnot. Um, the thing that, oh, uh, grief helped me with empathy because... So which one is empathy again? Feeling, feeling, <laughs> feeling like for other people's feelings. And what is sympathy? Sympathy is understanding one another person's feelings. Okay, 
What are words? <laughs> I think you said the same thing twice. As far as no, I no, no. Like, like, like you're mad. I understand why you're mad. I sympathize with your anger. Mm-hmm. But like, you're mad, and it makes me mad. I'm empathizing. Okay. With the anger, like I am, I, I too have the same feeling. So you learn how to get sad with people. Yeah, it was one of the things where it's like you know you, you, you end up going to like a funeral or something, and it's not a direct relative of yours, right? You're like with a friend, or it's you know a. a one of your relatives that you're close to, it's their relative or something like that. And I used to sit and just be like, am I a serial killer? Like, like all these people are crying and I'm fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then like, you know, then my grandmother died actually. Like I had one that like really affected me. And ever since then, it's like when other people are sad, I get sad too. Like, you were know, you, were you like, oh, she got me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it. yeah. I mean, my grandmother dying was probably the first like big one. You, how old were you? Thirty-seven. Yeah, like grandma into your thirty. She was ninety-three. Yeah, that's when wow. she went. I, so I mean, I wasn't like thirty-seven. I might have been like thirty-five, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she lived a great life. She lived a long life. She lived a great life. All her family was around her when she went, or we were all like in the waiting room at the hospital when she went. So that was. Just, you know. uh, I just realized my grandma lived into my thirties. Yeah. Yeah. But they all had kids young. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. 90-something. No. No. Yeah. She wasn't? No. Nah. Uh, so my mom had me when she... She had my sister when she was 15. She had, she had me when she was 22. And then... Or 20. She had me when she was 20. But my grandma started popping out kids when she was like 15, 16. You know? Yeah. So it's like that's how you get fourteen kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. she had fourteen. She had fourteen. Yowzer. Yeah. My grandmother had seven. They were different back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and so, uh, part of that question tends to be what we just did is: Can you remember uh, your your biggest source of grief? And I, I'm assuming that was your grandma. Yeah. It was because you know I'd been to funerals. You know, I'd, I'd been to a child's funeral. Those mm-hmm. are fucking. Ew. Huh. Yeah. As a kid, I went to one like yeah. and like it was one of those things where it's like he was my cousin and I knew him and I played with him and whatnot. I don't know if it was like some disease, you know, mm-hmm. some horrible tragedy. And even then I was like, yeah, this is sad, but all right, I'll just wait till it's over. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it just it didn't yeah. hit me, you know, but then do you ever yeah. look back as an adult and have that and have sadness for that funeral? For that, no. <laughs> <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, pussies. Yeah, I mean, it, it is one of those things. I mean, you know, when when one of those big grief things hits you, it's just kind of funny how the waves will happen. You know what I mean? Like, and the one nice thing is that the waves are less each time. But you know what I mean? There'd be times where like something would strike my mind to remind me of my grandmother, and then I would just like fucking shut down. Like, you know what I mean? But like, you know, with time, it gets better, and you know, uh, yeah, that's the. That's the uh, it's the one thing about grief that's cool is it, it does go down, but and it doesn't mean that like you care less. It just means that you know you're more calloused, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get you you start to become accustomed to living with grief. Yeah. You know, especially when you. I mean, oh man, I feel, oh here's another confession. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel bad just because in the moment I thought I was helping, and I don't think I did. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> My a, favorite type of confession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, you know, a friend of mine had a close relative die. And 
you know, we were talking and they were like, you know, grieving. And I was like, well, you know, this feeling's just going to keep happening as you get older. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why. Like in my head, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is part of being old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's objectively true. Welcome to this. So, you know, you're feeling bad now, but you'll feel better later. <laughs> and, uh, it's going to keep happening. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, what's wrong with you, Daryl? Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I felt like it was the best advice I could give at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's something like, about that, though, because like what you were saying, like it is like you're going to continue to lose people. Like it does put into perspective the fact that like this is your one life, right? Like, mm-hmm. And it's limited and it's short. And like I I think at some point you, you've you got to reckon with that, right? Yeah. Or, and so like it helps you or it, it forces you to do that. Yeah. We we had to deal with that when we lost your mom. Yeah. Because she was the first of our parents to pass. I'm not looking forward to that, man. And so when it happened, because, I mean, I know we've said this plenty of times on the podcast before, but for sure, if you were placing bets, mm-hmm. she was last. Right. Do you understand? Right, 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 like, right, right, right. not even close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it was just like the, the fact of like, having to deal with that was the shock so far the from grief. the mind. Yeah. You know? So then when it does happen, it's just like, yeah, they're all going to die. Right. But it, it, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Cause I yeah. think even like, yeah. And like the years before my grandmother died, like her health was fucking nose diving. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you saw it coming. It was going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, Oh man. One time. I, oh, anyway. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll consider that a chakra unlocked before Daryl confesses to another crime of some kind. <laughs> Daryl, yes. uh, now we're going into the throat chakra, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the th- uh, by the way, did, you, did your does your heart feel open? Do you feel it? Sure, I do. Yeah, I think uh, that was a cool conversation about grief. Hell yeah! Uh, so moving along, the throat chakra. Uh, now we're dealing with truth and stuff like that. Daryl, what is what is your favorite lie you ever told? Now, mm-hmm. hold, hold on. Your favorite lie you ever told, but you get extra karmic points if you reveal a lie that is currently in rotation. Oh, I, I really live my life to not lie so I don't have to remember lies. Um. Yeah, I'll tell you something that'll hurt your feelings just because it's true or not. Um, I don't know. What are my lies? I mean, you can go back as far as you need to go back to, to right, find, so your to lie. find a yeah. lie. Because mm. I, mean, I, I would I would say I can relate to that. Like, I don't, I pretty much, I don't like to try to keep track of lies. You know, I, I went through yeah. a period in college where I was keeping track of way too many lies, but it, it, it wasn't fun, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but also, I kind of come at things from a uh, a perspective of like, who are you? I can like, I'm not afraid to tell you the truth. You, I mean, you know to, I mean, to some degree, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah, I, I guess it was like cheating on a girlfriend or something like that. Probably, probably was the probably was a lie. I mean, that was a yeah, the lie of omission. It is, it is. It might have been the last time I did that. Uh, there was this. There was this one time, uh, I think I told this on here before, but uh, one time I was at a, it was when I first started comedy, I was at a grocery store, and these people were in line in front of me talking about a really funny commercial. I don't remember what the commercial was at that time, but I chimed in their conversation and told them that I wrote that commercial. 
I didn't even know shit about the process of like, I didn't even know if people wrote commercials. <laughs> I was just like, hey, by the way. That was me. Yeah. And then I was like, told him I was a stand-up comedian, you know? Sure. It was like. Fill out the backstory. Yeah. It's a good backstory yeah. if we throw in the truth. That's nice. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, that, that pops in my mind every now and again. It's like, I told those people that. Oh, I mean, I, I, um, I messed around on a friend. I messed around with a friend's girlfriend before. That I felt bad about, like as soon as it was over. And did you ever get caught? No, nah. never. Not yeah. to this day. Like, to this day, he might not know. It's still in. Yeah, that that's a lie. Still in rotation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, do you, I guess this would might be too specific, but I'm. I guess what I'm going to ask is like, was there a, a specific lie you had to tell him to keep him from knowing? Nah. It just never came up. It just, yeah. It was the sort of thing where, like, I'm not that guy, right? Like, I'm not that guy, so it was never like a, hey, remember that time I, I left early and you stayed? What happened? Like, there was never, yeah. just like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah, I ain't shit. Yeah. Well, consider, <laughs> uh, mm. consider that confession of throat chakra unlocked. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah hey, you would agree one. with that, right? I do. Mm. Okay. I agree. Mm. Sometimes Ansley be debating these open chakras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about when I was in sec- seventh grade, I had to write a paper for science class for like the start of um, science fair. And I just didn't do it. And I was like, oh, my typewriter stopped or my printer didn't work. It was like back, you know, computers are like mm-hmm. touchy. Yeah. It was like, and it was like, oh, and I got away with it. And, oh, that reminds uh, me. That was a thing I would do. I hope when uh, Microsoft Word has fixed it, but I would take a report, transfer it into wing, Windows, <laughs> save as, yeah, uh, take that copy, open it up, and then translate it back to any font, and it would come up as all squares. So then I would save that and then send it to the teacher. And then they'd be like, this is a trash, there's nothing in this. I'm like, what? What do you mean? I worked so hard. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done that for yeah. myself and others. I didn't uh, even take notes. I caught a moment and I was just <laughs> going. Yeah. Wait, what does it say? <laughs> yeah, right. Really? It's not. Oh, not my God. All squares? <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know what? Closed. Reopened. <laughs> <laughs> now that chakra is unlocked. That's an yeah. unlocked chakra right there. And that's a, that's, a, that's a tip. I don't know if you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anybody in seventh grade hey, watching yeah. this podcast. Um, man, that was a, that's, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good scam. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I mean, just, yeah, because like, you know, teachers weren't that good with computers and stuff. And then yeah. you know, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That's uh, well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> because then when they would check the boxes and like it would come out like this, it is this font. Right, it's, it's supposed just, to be this font. Like it's right, you change yeah. the font, you change it again. It's just going to be gobbledygook because yeah, the way Wingdings goes back into Wingdings, yeah, that's when, what Wingdings was made for. I right, guess. Yeah. it's all symbols and shit. So when you try to translate it back into English, it's like I have no idea what you're talking about for some reason. Wingding Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> you just got your first nickname, hey. Daryl. <laughs> Dude, I consider that like sport level. Shit right there. Dude, you should have got a varsity letter for that line. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Get that man a copy of Jeopardy, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh so now uh we just finished with all the, the physical chakras. We're getting now to the metaphysical chakras. Anthony, you wanna handle that? Sure. So this is your third eye. 
Uh, so what is something that you used to think was separate, but as, but as you've gotten older, you realize it's actually the same? Kind of like two sides. Um, I'm going to mess up the expression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two, two sides, sides to the, the same, same coin. coin type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Things that I thought were separate. But now you're realizing they're just one coin. Uh, I things that I thought were like opposed to each other, and now I think they just all. I guess, however, or, and again, all these yeah, whatever it means to me, whatever it means right. to you. Something that, like <laughs> where my eye was open to see the greater world. I don't know. Um, hmm. Something that came to me is I feel like when I was growing up, like. I had parents that were always like, look at that person, you know, writing cartoons. Like, what a crazy job would that be? Or look at that person excelling in sports. And, like, it always was like, like, they were something special for, like, these things. And really, they're just people that, like, worked really hard and dedicated themselves to a craft. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's like, I don't know. That just felt like sharing. That's your thing? <laughs> yeah, that was something that didn't help. Sorry. I mean, I don't know. It was, it was good information. Um, I, I guess it it's... You know, <laughs> uh, because I look like I do and I sound like I do, I'm often um, talked to after shows by white people who want to tell me about the blacks. And I spent a good number of years thinking that I could talk to them and change their mind. And I gave up on that. So I think that uh, that was a thing. I, I don't know if that means like it's all the same, but I just realized like, it's a disingenuous argument, and I have better things to do with my time. Yeah. Now, is it? How do you feel about just trying to convince people the error of their ways in general? I will. Um, I have to quote Beyonce. Um, some I saw on Twitter it might not even be her, but someone said that she was like, "Until I see some of my notes applied, I'm not going to give any more notes. I don't see a reason to give any more notes." So. It's that sort of thing. Like, I will tell you what I think is the objective truth. We can do whatever, whatever. And that's that. I think that was the first person to quote Beyonce. I, on this <laughs> be, I don't even know if I that agree. is Beyonce. It's a, the Twitter told me Beyonce said that. Yeah, but that was that was our first attempt at quoting Beyonce. <laughs> on this the wise Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, you tried. Whether, whether that is a Beyonce quote or not, you just tried to quote Beyonce. I did. I did. And we should... Give him an open chakra for that. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah. chakras. All the single ladies. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to just talk through this question one more time just to make sure you're comfortable with your answer. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's uh, two things that you thought were separate that you're now realizing are the same thing. And I'll give you an even example that people use, uh, that some people say. Um, uh, like, again, politics. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, extreme conservatives and extreme liberals. Mm-hmm. They're just the same person. Yeah, they just I, I they just need an outlet in either direction. Like right. the, the direction isn't really; it's more of a personality thing. The thing is, they need this outlet mm-hmm. to express this level of emotion. Yeah, they've they've decided it's their personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is. Yeah, and I think part of it is the. I don't know. I guess in some way, I thought that I could prove them wrong. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I felt like I could prove them wrong, I guess. 
and maybe I don't know through excelling or speaking correctly, you know, proper diction or whatever the fuck it is. Like I can have a conversation with someone and prove them wrong, but uh, it, I can't. Like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. So it's almost like you're you're kind of realizing then that the the two things that can be the same is like a person coming up to you speaking well and also being an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, these things are not. Yeah, behaving some way or even seeming like asking a question doesn't mean that you actually have done anything of note or, you know. Okay. Yeah, I think. I think I like that. Oh, I, so, I mean, I, I was I, what I was hoping you were going to say is uh, asking a question and wanting to answer. Oh, our, our, ooh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I think I just confused myself with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's a difference between asking a question and wanting an answer. It's like the, it's the disingenuous argument, right? You're you're not asking me to seek clarification. You're asking me so that you can confuse me or confound me in some way. Yeah, right? you're not you're not dedicated to knowledge. We may need that on the Patreon. So hold on to that answer. <laughs> <laughs> that answer doesn't necessarily apply here. No. Okay. All right. But uh, I mean, we tried multiple times, so we just unlocked the chakra for that. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. Third eye open. Yeah. Let's. Uh, how about we'll put a pin in that. Okay. We'll go to the last question. Sure. And if the last, like sometimes things get jarred loose, mm-hmm. as uh, you know, because every everybody's calibrated differently. So this next chakra is the crown chakra, which is like your attachment to the greater universe mm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it would be what you would need to reach the avatar state. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I see. My, my wife really likes the the show. You, 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 Avatar: The Last Airbender. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. I guess, like like psychic projection kind of stuff. All right, we're gonna ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to fight me in my house, dog? What is this? <laughs> Wingdings don't do that shit. Come Yo, on now, motherfucker, Wingding Daryl out of the game. <laughs> he trying to send me back fucking squares just now. <laughs> Is this what you're talking about, Avatar? I don't know. <laughs> Get these squares out of my face, Daryl. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so funny. That's a retarded nickname. <laughs> but it's funny. It's fun. It's funny. Silly. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go to this next chakra. Okay. Uh, Daryl, what is this? a two-part question. Hmm. Well, it's more than two parts, but hear me out. Uh, one thing that you can't give up and why. That's just one part, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a one-part question, technically. And then is, uh, what would giving that up mean for you? I mean, I guess I could be corny and be like comedy. I can't give that up. Um, yeah, I don't think I can give that up. Why not? I like it too much. It's too, um, yeah, I really like doing it. And uh, it's a, the the freedom of being on stage and completely being in the moment is some shit that I'll probably always seek. What would giving that up mean? Like, what would com- What would a world without you doing comedy even look like? What would I be doing comedy would probably look like um, fucking Kevin Spacey and American Beauty, banging teenagers, <laughs> like like hating your life and thinking that there's a you know, some one person can fix it or some shit like that. I think that's what happened with him. What about the banging hot teenagers? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think. I mean, maybe. Let's say yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. smoking weed, doing push-ups, and fantasizing about little girls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all he needs was an improv troupe. <laughs> he was one improv troupe away from not ruining his life. Yeah. <laughs> one open mic away, dude. Okay. <laughs> one open mic away. So, all right. I mean, I feel comfortable with that. Yeah, right? yeah. So... Uh, let's just one more time talk through this. Okay. Just I just want to make sure that we're getting an answer, mm-hmm. right? Because we got to make sure these chakras actually get unlocked. We don't want to send you out of here. Sure, uh, half with, open. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I'm just gonna say it again, mm-hmm. right? And and everybody that watches this knows that this this question is requires a lot of explanation, tends to need a lot of thought, and we you know sure. So. Two entities <laughs> that are separate. Uh-huh. But now you're realizing over time that they're actually the same. Maybe that didn't answer that. Can I do another one? Mm-hmm. I think uh recognizing that we as human beings are responsible for everything human beings have ever done. We are all part of like one giant organism, right? Like <clears throat> the earth. So like when things have happened, like I should take credit for the things that have happened before, like the good and the bad, right? That's probably a thing. So the two, so what would the two separate entities be? Like, um, you know, like the evil people in it. Like, you know, just the, the, the okay. understanding that there's a great, People are capable of great good and great evil, and we should take accountability for all of that. All right. Uh, also, too, it is the same that like every individual is capable of both evil and good. No yeah. matter how good you are, you're capable of evil. No matter how evil you are, you're capable of good. And the circumstances, you might think you're doing good and you're doing evil. Mm. Nailed it. Nailed it. Fucking, we did it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did it. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. Yeah, how, did, that, that, did that feel good saying that answer? That felt good. I, I, and that is definitely, it was a watershed moment for me. And I think that was like, is that like intellectual history class or something like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something like that. We, we looked at like We're the not history the school of person. Type, you gotta, you gotta be careful the words you use around class. here. This is a class. Everybody had to take it at Temple. We uh, are like what we like to call smart-tarded around here. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Cool. So, Daryl, that was it. Cool. Thank that you. Was, yeah, that was it. And of course, we have the Patreon coming up. So please donate to the Patreon. One dollar gets you all of our content. We also just did another uh, fight commentary for one of Ansley's fights. It's coming out this Wednesday. Oh. Actually, it should already be out by the time Daryl's episode is out. Oh, so you saw it. it. Came out last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it if you donated a dollar to the Patreon. Um, yes. Also, Daryl has his album Black Gentrifier. Yep. iTunes and everywhere else that you can get albums. Yep. His podcast, DTF with Timory, is uh, the Daryl and Timory Fun Hour. Yes. And they talk about sex and sexual things. The greatest sex ed comedy game show in the known universe. Yeah. Yeah. Wish you would have told me to say that. I, mean, I could have said I that just, tagline yeah, too. It's, it's been a tagline. Made for it a seem long. like I didn't know what I was talking about. No, so no, 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 you, you didn't. correct me on my podcast. Like, what, the <laughs> 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 what the fuck does that? Like, what kind of podcast that is that? Uh, yes, and it. <laughs> but yeah, man, definitely. Uh, Check out Daryl's stuff. Everything he does is professional level, quality, hilarious stuff. Thank you. Uh, 
Go to my website, wingdingsdaryl.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's darylcomedy.com. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm about to buy me a, a <laughs> domain name now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, I, I, I would be so funny if we went to this website and it was just all squares. Dad, <laughs> 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 like, you trying to get credit for a website? What are you doing? Dude? What? You mean it's not working? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Check out all Daryl's stuff. We love you guys. Thank you for all the support. We're out. See ya. Bye. To Jack Rose. To Jack Rose.